Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this edition number 30 of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth's 2017-18 school year, we'll chat with Mary Corrigan. She's president of the Monmouth Alumni Board. We'll also hear from track and field coach Roger Haynes. His Fighting Scots competed in a meet that was held last Tuesday at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. And we'll meet Stephanie Kincaid. She's Monmouth's Title VI coordinator and Title IX coordinator. She also helped coordinate a great Take Back the Night event earlier this month at Monmouth College. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. As spring breaks out all over the Maple City, that's a reminder that 2017-18 school year is quickly coming to an end at Monmouth College. We had Scholars Day last Tuesday, and it was a great Scholars Day. It was wonderful to have lots of alumni and friends back on campus to celebrate the dozens of students and faculty who were recognized along with the scholarships that were awarded. You can read more about the day on the Monmouth College website, and of course that's monmouthcollege.edu. There's a link to the story about the day, and there's also a link to the college's Flickr page where there are more than 450 pictures from what was a very special Scholars Day. Reading Day will be next Thursday, May 3. Then it's in the spring final examinations before we wrap things up with commencement number 161 on Sunday, May 13. The school year has certainly flown by at Monmouth College. But before the school year does end, be sure to swing by the college's Lynn G. Everett Gallery. That's located on the upper level of the Hughes Library. If you happen to be in town, you'll find an outstanding senior art exhibit by the four art seniors graduating this year. The exhibit's called Identitad, Stories of the Disconnect, and it will be on display through May 4. You can read more about it on the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu. Mary Corrigan graduated from Monmouth College in 1982. Following law school, she's enjoyed a successful law career that's been spent mostly in the state of Illinois. But no matter where Mary has gone, she's remained loyal and connected to her alma mater. Mary, who now lives in Peoria, is currently the president of the Monmouth Alumni Board. She's entering her third year in that position. Mary says that being involved with the college is one of her favorite things about being alumni board president at Monmouth. Interacting with the alums, um, the students, and um, the staff and uh, professors at the college. It's just, it's, it's a really rewarding opportunity. Mary says that Monmouth is blessed to have a strong network of dedicated and loyal alumni. Um, the alums uh, play several really important roles. Uh, first and foremost, um, financial um, support of the college. You have some very loyal alums that provide some um, 
pretty important donations to the school to help build new facilities, to keep those facilities maintained, to uh, maintain scholarships for students. Um, we provide a lot of um, networking opportunities for students. Um, we have alums that will come back to campus and interact with the students. They uh, provide internship opportunities. They provide jobs after college. Um, and then, um, you know, at the, at the base of our um, uh, role, we provide support to our alums. And so we interact with alums throughout the world. Um, and that's, that's pretty exciting. Mary says that it's not uncommon to find a Monmouth connection no matter where alumni travel around the world. I have said um, what has been said um, about Monmouth um, in that all roads lead to Monmouth. It doesn't matter where you're at in the world, you are likely to run into someone that has some connection with either the uh, city of Monmouth or the um, Monmouth College. And it's that's kind of cool when you're way far away and all of a sudden you see a Monmouth license plate or a Monmouth t-shirt. Um, one of my partners was in Hawaii a couple months ago and he sent me a, a text with a picture um, at a burger uh, bar in Maui of all places and it had Monmouth College um, up on the wall which was kind of neat. And Mary says that Monmouth has played a big part in her life since her first days as a freshman at the college. Within literally the first hour that I was on campus, I uh, figured out just how special the place was. And I have um, some lifelong friendships. Uh, we may not talk for a year or two, and then we pick up the phone or we get an email, and it's as if no time has passed whatsoever. We still have the same jokes. We still have the same stories, the same favorite memories of professors and um you know, escapades that we had when we were here at school. And uh, so it's, it, you know, it's, it's a family. It is definitely a family here. Mary says there are numerous opportunities for alumni to get involved with Monmouth College. Involvement. We are always looking to um, expand our um, local alumni groups. We have one, for instance, in Peoria that's really starting to take off and become quite active. And um, we get together just for fun things, um, not necessarily Monmouth related, but it's provided an opportunity for friendship and uh, fellowship and um, so that's that's opened up some new doors so that's one way um, if uh, to get involved in the alumni board itself it's as easy as just shooting an email to the alumni office or giving them a call and saying hey I'd like to be in involved in the alumni board um, we regularly have um, board members that are uh, turning over for whatever reason um, our terms are five years in length but um, then, uh, you know, sometimes people are not able to either fulfill their entire term or um, at the end of the first term, they're not able to sign up for a second go around. So we usually will have an opening. That's Monmouth alumni Mary Corgan. She's president of the Monmouth Alumni Board. To learn more about getting involved in the Monmouth Alumni Association, check out its homepage, monmouthcollege.edu slash alumni. You can contact the alumni office directly by phoning them at 888-827-8268 or you can fire off an email to them at alumni at monmouthcollege.edu. You can stay connected with the Monmouth College Alumni Association on Facebook. That's at facebook.com slash monmouthalumni and also on Twitter at monmouth underscore alumni. It's been a tough spring for the Monmouth track and field team, and that has nothing to do with what's transpired on the field of competition. 
Rather, it refers to what has been an unseasonably cool and some might say downright cruel streak of bad weather. But on Tuesday, skies cleared and the temperature soared to 77 degrees, near ideal weather for a track meet at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. And Mammoth track and field coach Roger Haynes says he was pretty pleased with how his team performed last Tuesday. Uh, I'm guessing 40-plus season best performances uh, from our men and women combined. I haven't counted them up, but I will to talk to our kids. Uh, beautiful weather, good competition with Knox, Illinois College, and Illinois Wesleyan Universities in attendance. This is a meet we used to do uh, 10, 15 years ago prior to the Drake Relays weekend, and uh, I think it's something we're going to continue with again. You just you get such poor weather in March, and you get great weather uh, at least part of the time in April, and we took advantage of it last night. Our kids were really well prepared. Nice to be able to be outside and have to worry about not sitting in the sun too long as opposed to the rain and the wind and the cold climate that we've been in here for the last month or so. Roger says his team continues to make significant strides as the Midwest Conference and national meets approach. I'm seeing some progress from young kids that are stepping up to be team leaders, and that can be performance in, in deed as well. Uh, some of the senior class kids, uh, Vaughn Gensler in particular, has really blossomed during his outdoor senior year. Work ethic has gone up and performance has certainly gone up. So anytime you see progress from kids within our team, you know that the process is working reasonably well and most of them are pretty happy with what they're doing, I think. The right performance at the right time is always the thing you're looking for in athletics. There's a lot of roads to roam in terms of how coaches choose to get there, but track coaches tend to be pretty focused on the process. You're not going to make monumental leaps without those small leaps throughout the season. And yesterday was a, a pretty good leap for us here with three weeks to go to the conference meet and five weeks to the national meet. I'm feeling better about where our team is individually and as a whole. A handful of Scots especially stood out at last Tuesday's meet at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. I already said Vaughn Gensler uh, ran 100 meters for the first time in his career as a senior and moved himself into the top five in the conference meet. I've seen that progress coming as a member of the 4x100 relay. I think he'll have a good races left in him yet in both hurdle races. Uh, we had lots of, of season bests in the throws. We had improved performances in the jumps. Both sprint relays ran better. A number of the sprinters had season bests. You would expect that with weather, but when multiple people do it on the same night, we're doing a few things right in training as well. So I have to say all the event groups were good. The distance runners were really good last Friday and Saturday at Illinois Wesleyan or at uh, Augustana uh, with lots of season bests. So we're hitting on most cylinders in all the event groups right now. Nobody's down. We usually tend to have some ebb and flow. Uh, the jumpers are good one week and the distance runners another and the throwers yet another, but they're starting to string some performances together. Roger says that three things are critical to keep in front of his team as they enter the season stretch run. Got to stay healthy, got to stay focused, and have to stay motivated. The end of the year can be difficult in terms of end-of-the-year class pressures, summer job, getting moved home. All those things can take a large spot. Being focused and being prepared for those few seconds of competition make all the difference in regards to the success we can have. This year's Midwest Conference Track and Field Championships will be held May 11 and May 12. That's this year's commencement weekend. The championships will be held at April Zone Memorial Stadium. Roger says that makes the conference championships extra special. Don't get to host the conference meet very often, and this is our chance outdoors here for a little while, so we want to have a good performance for everybody there. A lot of emotional things can go on in that last week in regards to 
that's the last time that group will be together, whether they're a freshman or a sophomore or juniors and seniors. The seniors certainly can have a different perspective. Um, they tend to either be really focused or they tend to be pretty scattered with all the other things going on. The positive thing, I guess, is we've talked a lot about it in the past, so most of our kids tend to get their stuff together and be pretty focused for their last performance. That's Mammoth track and field coach Roger Haynes. In addition to the Midwest Conference Championships on May 11 and May 12, you can also see Mammoth track and field compete on May 5 at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. You can follow track and field on Twitter at ScottsTFXC, and you can follow all Monmouth College athletics on Twitter at MCFightingScots. Don't forget, point your browser to MonmouthScots.com. That's your home on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. This is also a good place in the podcast to remind you of the plethora of ways in which you can follow Monmouth College throughout the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash College. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth, and the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth on Snapchat at This Is Monmouth. And when you want to enjoy some spring tunes with a great soundtrack, dial up Monmouth College on Spotify. Earlier in April, Monmouth College held a Take Back the Night event to take a stand for eliminating sexual and physical violence. The event, which was held on April 16, attracted an impressive list of students, staff, and faculty speakers, all of whom very thoughtfully discussed why the entire campus community is committed to fighting sexual and physical violence. One of the Monmouth folks who helped coordinate the event was Stephanie Kincaid. She's the college's Title VI coordinator and Title IX coordinator. Stephanie says the April 16 Take Back the Night event was the fourth time the Monmouth College community has taken part in the national event. Take Back the Night is a national event that is celebrated all over. Um, we have done it for four years now running, and it's kind of a combination between the, the Mindful Monmouth, which is a student-led group, our counseling center, and Title IX offices, to, uh, to let students know, as well as the employees, that we're here to help them and to help survivors find resources. Stephanie says a big reason this year's Take Back the Night was such a success was because, once again, the entire Monmouth community got behind the event. This event was phenomenal. We had so much support from faculty, staff, administration, and even a trustee member who was here. I love that the students feel they can tell their stories and that they're embraced. I will tell you that I know other Title IX coordinators at other schools who are struggling constantly for support from senior staff but also the trustees and Monmouth College is really committed to giving support to survivors here and that's not something you find at every institution. And Stephanie says that level of college-wide support exists all year long. Well number one everyone is committed all the way from the trustees to President Wyatt down to the students. We have members of every department on, on our campus that are involved in the efforts to investigate, but also to give support. We have four confidential advisors on campus, which is amazing for a school of our, our size. And we have 22 members of our staff that are trained to do investigations. But I will say that I love working with the students. Probably everyone who works in higher ed will tell you that's why we're here. But the outreach we do with the athletes, with the students, the faculty and staff. I love the questions. I love being able to um, 
joke about things as well. This isn't doesn't always have to be about sexual assault. It can be about teaching about respect and communication. And when we focus on healthy relationships, I really feel like we're going to get rid of those other issues. Stephanie says she's seen a lot of changes in attitudes towards sexual and physical violence. I said tonight at the Take Back the Night event, I never thought I would see the day where survivors were believed on a regular basis. And I think this is something that you've seen change over time, but honestly, it seemed to kind of balloon overnight. And I think some of that comes from the fact that people are just tired of being oppressed. And what we're finding is that people are finding voices and celebrities and politicians are using their voice to support the survivors who didn't have a voice before. As I mentioned, Stephanie is the college's Title VI coordinator and the Title IX coordinator. She's pleased with what she's helped the college achieve, but Stephanie says she's even more excited about her office's future. I have been in this position for a little over two years. And, of course, we all had to do this. There's laws, there's regulations. But what I have found is the commitment, again, everyone here wants this program to succeed. We're strategically planning programs for all of our students. Uh, The dean of students and I are working on a four-year plan to make sure that we're really doing our best to get rid of domestic and dating violence as well as sexual violence that Monmouth is such a unique institution. And I never thought I would be surrounded by people who cared enough as as I do. This is a very personal issue to me and it's something I hope to really um, promote here at the college and continue even into the community. Stephanie says she's also seen a lot of changes throughout society as well. But what we're seeing the, the last 10 years is the momentum that several people who are in places of power have been able to give the voices that didn't have the power before. But what we're also seeing is that survivors are just not being quiet about it anymore. And I think that's something we can really give credit to everyone here in the country who's coming forward. That's Stephanie Kincaid. She's the college's Title VI coordinator and Title IX coordinator, and she helped coordinate a great Take Back the Night event on April 16. Looking ahead to next week's 1853 podcast, we'll meet the first graduate of Mama's Global Food Security Triad. We'll also meet Anthony Adams, one of the best college forensic competitors in the nation. And we'll check in as we do every week with the friendly folks over in the Huff Athletic Center to see what's happening in Monmouth College Athletics. And that's going to be a 30 for this year's 30th edition of the Monmouth College 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.